0: This episode is, This Too Shall Past, Book of Hours. In history news a few months ago, Thomas Cromwell's Book of Hours has been found. Seen in the famous Hans Holbein portrait of Cromwell painted between 1532 and 33. The book is in the foreground of the picture and in the picture contained two silver clasps. I'll be including a link to Trinity College Cambridge's post on this. This book of hours has now been carefully researched, since it was identified by a curator from Hever Castle. Now, I don't want to just talk about the discovery of this, which is really exciting. I will include links to the research and a YouTube video about it, though. Instead, I want to talk about what a book of hours is. First, I should explain what hours are, since I do think you all know what a book is. Thankfully, it's not got a special meeting here. Hours are the times of day in the Catholic tradition that prayers are heard. Most common members of society would hear these when they could based on their work. For the wealthy and the priesthood and the clergy, though, these prayers would be heard at 2 a.m., 3 a.m., 5 a.m., the first hour of daylight, 9 a.m., noon or midday, 3 p.m., 6 p.m., and 7 p.m., Now, not every wealthy person heard all of these, but matins at 3 a.m., lauds at 5 a.m., and vespers at 6 p.m. were the hours most would try to hear prayers. So, a book of hours is a book that records the prayers for respective hours throughout a year. It would give those who could afford a book the prayers that would be said on any given day It would also include hymns and lessons based on the text. Most wonderfully for us, these were often illuminated and therefore beautifully decorated. There were, of course, less expensive books that weren't as heavily decorated for those in the lower classes. While these books were most often written in Latin, some were written in the local vernacular. As I mentioned in Margaret Beaufort's episode, she wrote notes in her Book of Hours there was often space each day to record special events, like the birth of her second legitimate grandson. She also erased Richard III's name from his Book of Hours after Bosworth, you know, when her son Henry VII gave it to her. Once the printing press became widely used in the 15th century, Books of Hours became less expensive, which meant that a common person could more easily purchase one. This also encouraged literacy among the lower classes, especially when books of hours were written in the local language. These less expensive volumes were illustrated using wood blocks as part of the printing process. Julius II, one of my favorite popes, not for anything he did, just that he named himself after Julius Caesar, commissioned a book of hours in Arabic. As someone who's a huge advocate for literacy and reading for joy, these books are honestly a great thing in Europe's history. While writing the Bible in the vernacular would become an ongoing point of contention not long after the printing press gained widespread usage, the use of vernacular in these books is something to be grateful for. With that, I hope you'll join me next week for more on Charles of Orléans.